Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Friday the 8th of September and I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you doing? Yes, it is a Friday and it's going to be another hot one here apparently. Indeed it is. Uh, right, let's start with some uh, VSA clients, American Lithium and Sierra Madre both had uh, news out uh, yesterday on the Canadian market, so we'll cover those first this morning. American Lithium announced some um, improved test work results uh, for the TLC project in, in Nevada. Um, this follows their PEA earlier in the year. That was um, MPB of 3.26 billion US dollars um, based on average production of 38,000 tons a year of um, technical grade lithium carbonate. Um, they've been working to improve the purity of that um, and they've announced that they've increased it from 99.4% to 99.6%. So um, that will have a positive impact on, on potential pricing if they can do that consistently. But perhaps more importantly um, in this announcement is that um, for the same process, they've managed to reduce the leaching temperature from 90 degrees to 50 degrees um, and reduce acid consumption by five kilograms a tonne whilst maintaining the same recoveries. So those two factors perhaps likely to have more of a significant impact on on future economics, but I think the, the key point is that this is an iterative process, and you know it doesn't just stop at the at, at the PEA. They're constantly trying to improve the um, the flow sheet. Yeah, I'd add a couple of comments uh, here too for the benefit of investors on the uh, TLC project. That is right outside of the town of Tonopah, Nevada, the county seat for Nye County. So uh, with this size project, over $3 billion capex, it would be, um, if built at that price, would be the largest lithium project in North America. It, uh, this uh, metallurgical testing, which has reduced the solution temperature, is really important too for green credentials because it means that the water won't have to be preheated to any great degree for um, solution extraction, and that means it will the uh, plant will use uh, less energy for each ton of lithium carbonate produced. Yeah, uh, just to clarify that the MPB is three billion, not the the capex. The upfront capex is about eight hundred million. Oh, got it. Yeah, that's much better number. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the largest uh, spend then of uh, lithium projects in North America. The uh, really big pegmatite ones in Canada would uh, have a larger capex than this one. Yeah, I think it worth pointing out though that eight hundred million is obviously you know, in the context of. PAs and PFSs that have come out over the last few years, that capex number is relatively high for the size of project. But then, if you compare that to, um, you know, this is one of the first PAs that's come out, sort of reflecting industry inflation, um, and we're seeing everyone else start to revise their capex as their. Um, and it's very and it's very, 
and it's very likely as well that we're going when the uh, feasibility studies come out we're looking at multi-decade life for the project as well yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. cool okay uh sierra madre gold and silver also um with an update on their um project they acquired la guitarra gold silver mine or silver gold mine in uh, mexico early this year from first majestic um they have been uh, working on establishing a, a mine plan um, to get back into into production, um, and they're just updating us on on progress with the announcement yesterday. A um, couple of milestones in the next few months: resource an updated resource by the end of the year, and then a mine mine plan and restart cost appraisal to come out um, subsequently um, which will reflect the, um, the the new approaches that the company is going to take to to restart underground mining I think the key one is trying to establish zones for bulk mining underground which would be lower cost and something that um, Majestic didn't do they just focused on on uh, on long hole stoping on the on the veins um but so far everything does seem to be going to plan and they reckon they've got enough equipment on site um that can be repaired refurbished um in about 20 22 months to support a 500 ton per day operations certainly from the site visit i saw um most of the plant does seem like it's in in good working order we saw the front end turned on um for for a short while so um, there's a good proportion that does does work yes and that's good news too because the uh, uh a project was on care and maintenance for several years here from uh, First Majestic, the seller. Um, so the more uh, ready to uh, go that the mine can be determined, then it's just a question of changing the uh, mining sequence and engineering underground in, in order for the new production profile. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so, yeah, everything on on track there and looking good for Sierra Madre. Um Big news in London this morning for Atlantic Lithium. Um, yes. off? Yeah, Atlantic Lithium's news out that the they have signed a non-binding deal for the uh, newer Ghana Investment Fund, the Mineral Income Minerals Income Investment Fund, uh, is to put a capital injection into the. Uh, lithium uh, projects uh, and into Atlantic Lithium itself uh, specifically uh, for uh, getting access to the cash flows of the Awoya Pegmatite project uh, being developed in Ghana. It's uh, just shy of $33 million U.S. uh, capital uh, commitment uh, or intended capital commitment for a 6% project participating interest, interest and then the sovereign fund would also acquire U.S. five million dollars worth of Atlantic Lithium shares, which would give it uh, 
roughly a 3% stake in Atlantic and all of its uh, properties, including Awoya in Ghana. The fund would also have a board seats at each uh, subsidiary operating entity level. Yeah. Um, I, th- I mean, obviously, the market's taken it very well this morning. It's up 21% last I looked before coming to record. Um, and is obviously a strengthens the balance sheet and diversifies the funding sources. Um, but I think for other investors, probably the key thing is that it demonstrates that the Ghanaian government is backing the project um, and they're going to want to see this in production with all the permits. Um, and it'll diversify the mining income cash flows for the country of Ghana itself because besides uh, 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 gold and a little bit of copper and then some uh, construction materials like sand and gravel or limestone, uh, this would be the next metal, essentially, to be added to revenues uh, for the country coffers. Uh, yes, and then for for the investors who've been following Atlantic Lithium for a while, obviously this is, I mean, the uh, prices pulled back a long way after that short sale attack, which questioned the permitting and licensing credentials of the company. So um, being backed directly by the Ghanaian government um, should put all of those concerns to bed. Mm-hmm. Correct. Anything else, Paul? Real quickly, because we've already gone on quite a ways uh, here. Helium One, the Tanzania helium gas explorer listed on AIM, has raised to 6.3 million sterling in a placement price to 6p per share. And that the placement of fundraise was oversubscribed. So the total funds brought together uh, aggregate 6.8 million sterling. And uh, that was a, a roughly 10% discount to the uh, uh, established last business day price prior to the announcement of the fundraise. That amount of money is adequate in order to fund the next round of drilling to find significant helium gas reservoirs in the southwest of Tanzania. Okay, Paul, thanks for your thoughts. Uh, We'll be back on Monday. Have a good weekend.